Hey everyone, this is episode four of the Professional Motivators Podcast. Today we're going to discuss delegating, which in my opinion is something that is hard for a lot of leaders to do. Yes, today we're going to be professional delegators. So tune in with us. Let's dive into it. So I want to ask everyone, all of our listeners, as leaders, why do we feel like it's so hard to delegate at times? So in my opinion, the reason that it could be a bit hard to delegate is because we're, we were so great at the jobs that we did that got us to this leadership position that at times we continue to do those jobs that got us into this position. So today we're going to discuss ways to delegate, when's a good time to delegate, what to delegate, and how do you go about delegating to your team. So first, let's discuss what is delegating. I think we all got a good feel for what delegating is, but but in this podcast, we're going to view delegating as giving an assignment or task to a member on your team that allows the function of your location or your team to increase. So when we delegate, we're giving an assignment to another member of our team that allows us to free ourselves up to increase productivity in the grand scheme of things. So let's discuss reasons that we delegate. I think this is a very good point because as leaders, sometimes we think that it's better if we take on everything. So I think it's great to discuss the reasons that we delegate. So let me ask our listeners, what are reasons that you all think that we delegate? So I'm going to tell you three great reasons to delegate. So number one, you can become overwhelmed if you take on too much. Taking on too much is not a good thing. Yes, you'll get temporary results of knocking things out, but over the long long term, it could get a bit exhausting. So my view on this is as leaders, you got to look over the broad scheme of things. So I like to say as leaders, let's look from a 10,000 foot view. If we're diving into every task and assignments. We can't manage the full facility, the full team, the full store. We just can't manage it. So I, I like to tell our leaders, Let's look from a 10,000 foot point of view. And if we have to dive into something, let's dive into it, get it fixed. But let's get back up to that 10,000 foot view so that we can see everything and we can manage everything. If we're always working on tasks or always got our head down, we can't manage. We can't manage our people. We can't lead our people. So it's better to delegate the assignments that you can work when you can. But we need to make sure that we're managing and looking from that 10,000 foot point of view. Another reason that is very important to delegate is you empower your people. Your people feel important. It's very important that you have your people on your side and delegating to your people makes them feel like you trust them, makes them feel empowered and actually want to work for you. So give them tasks. If you're taking on everything, they're going to feel like you don't think they're competent to take certain things on. So delegating to your team also allows them to feel empowered and want to work for you and feel like they're part of the team, actually. 
The last reason that is very important that we delegate is because there may be someone on your team that can actually do the job better than you can. And if we're not empowering our employees, if we're not giving them just a little bit to see what they're capable of, we'll never know what they can do. So it's very important that we empower our team, give them a little bit so that we can see what it is that they can do. They'll never reach their full potential if they're not given tasks and assignments to complete. So we're professional delegators in this podcast, and I've had managers to give me a call and say, hey, you seem to do a great job of delegating. What do you delegate and how do you know when to delegate? And I think that's something that we don't think about at times. So what do we delegate as a manager, as a leader at my location? The things that I delegate to people are the things that people like to do. So like I say in every last one of my podcasts, you have to know your team. You have to meet with them one-on-one, whether it's formal or informal, and you got to know what they like to do. Whatever it is that people on your team like to do, you got to try to throw as much of that at at them as possible. For one, they're going to enjoy their job when they're doing it. For two, they're going to be very passionate about it when they're doing it. So Whatever it is that people like to do, throw it at them. Throw a lot of it at them. And as a manager, what I like to take on is the stuff that people don't like to do. A lot of people don't like to get up and talk in front of people. Guess what? I don't mind doing it. Some people may not like motivating or may not like dealing with problem customers. I'm going to take on pretty much everything that you don't want to do. And the things that I'm going to ask of you are most likely going to be the things that you enjoy to do. So as a leader, our job is to fill in the cracks wherever we are needed. So that's a perfect world, right? In a perfect world, people are going to get assigned tasks that they love to do. They're going to enjoy doing them. And the leader is going to take on stuff that he don't like to do, and he's going to do them. That's a perfect world. But Our world isn't perfect. So we're going to discuss how to get employees to do jobs that they may not want to do. We have several people who work with us. We have several people that do jobs that they don't necessarily want to do. As leaders, we may have jobs that we don't want to do. So let's talk about how to encourage our employees to do jobs that they don't want to do. So first off, I have a famous saying. And I think this is a very universal saying. I will never ask you to do something that I would not do. So if you delegate something to your employees, make sure it's something that you've either done or something that you're willing to take on. Never assign your employees tasks that you would not do. Secondly, make sure that you're putting in the same amount of energy, if not more than your employees. There's nothing worse than you delegating an assignment to an employee, but that employee feels like you're not putting in the same energy, the same work, or the same time as they are. That's a way to build resentment amongst your your staff. Um, It's a way to lose your staff. If you're going to delegate an assignment to a member on your team, Make sure you're doing the same amount of work. The third way, in my opinion, to delegate an assignment to your team in a positive way is to empower them. Make them feel good about the job that they're given. 
they need to understand that it's a reason that they were given that task or assignment. It's because they're a great worker. They have great character and we trust them to get the job done at a high level. So it's very important that we make the members of our team feel important and make sure that they feel good about the things that we're delegating to them. We're not just giving you an assignment just to give it to you. We're giving it to you because you've shown the capability, you've shown the work ethic to get it done at a high level. So let's dive a little bit deeper into empowering your team because it's one thing to empower them and give them a task. But yeah, you gave me this task, but why is it important? You know, what, what am I doing this for? This seems like busy work. It's very important that we explain the why behind why we are assigning a job to a team member. It's easy to say, hey, yeah, I'm giving you this job because it's your job. You just need to do it. Yeah, it is their job and they need to do it. But things will operate a lot smoother if everybody understands the overall goal. So, yeah, I'm giving you this assignment and the why behind why you're doing it is this. So it's very important that people understand the why. It empowers them and it also makes them feel good and a part of the team. So let's discuss another form of delegating. So we discussed being a manager and delegating certain items to your team. Several of those examples could have been your managers. Let's discuss delegating to members that are on your team, the people that go out and actually do the service or the people who are actually doing the work. So I'm gonna use an example of a coach and a football team. So if I'm a coach and there's a drill that I want done, I know how to do this drill perfectly. I know exactly what I'm trying to teach out of this drill. I've done this drill millions of times. So in the beginning, yeah, it may be best for me to get up and do the drill and show everybody. But as time goes on and certain people learn how to do things at a high level and learn how to do it really well, does it make sense for me to continue to do the drills that I know how to do and I know what I want to get done out of them? Or would it make more sense for someone on your team to do the drill and show their peers? So in my opinion, it's better to delegate tasks to your team so they can show their peers the correct way of doing it. So this method is good for several reasons. One, it empowers the person that you gave, you delegated the assignment to. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel important. Secondly, now you have someone on your team level that can overemphasize the importance of doing the drill the right way. Now you have a second coach that's kind of talking to their peers the same way you would and explaining the same things that you would explain. Also, Certain people learn better from their peers. They'll also feel more comfortable coming up to their peers and asking them questions as opposed to asking the leader questions. So those are reasons that it is important to delegate and highlight your teams at times that you can't highlight your team. Also, let's be honest. We all have that one person that does an amazing job. They have great character. They may not be our top performer, and we look for ways to highlight them. It's very hard to highlight them because they're not your top performer, 
but they have great character and they do things the right way. Well, this example right here is one way to highlight a key performer on your team. They may not be the best, but they do things the right way. Delegate things to them and allow them to be your second coach. So we discussed several ways of delegating. We explained why is it good to delegate. We gave some good ways to delegate. And we also discussed what to delegate. So let's discuss over-delegating. So what we don't want to get into doing is over-delegating. And earlier we spoke about it. It could cause some resentment out of your team if they see that they're more invested and involved with than you are. So let's not over-delegate. How are ways that we can over-delegate? We can over-delegate by giving people assignments and tasks that we may just not want to do. It may be things that we need to take on, but we don't enjoy them, so we just throw them at someone else. It could be an instance where that certain person that you're trying to delegate an assignment to, they may have too much on their plate already. So it's very important that we do not over-delegate assignments and tasks. When you're delegating, it's a fine line. So we also want to make sure that we don't under-delegate because that can cause you to have a lot more work they need it. You could be so bogged down that you cannot focus on an overall operation of whatever it is that you're trying to focus on. Remember, we want to be sitting up at that 10,000 foot view, overseeing everything, making sure that everything is operating correctly. Yes, every now and then we're going to have to dive down and take care of something. But ultimately, we want to get back up to make sure that we can oversee the broad scheme of things. In my opinion, that is a great leader, someone that understands where and when to insert themselves and also understand when to get out of it and oversee and view everything. So today we were professional delegators. We discussed ways to delegate. We discussed when to delegate, how to delegate and why we should delegate. So this is episode four, Professional Motivators. I'm so excited about our podcast. I just hope that it continues to grow. I hope that we continue to get listeners. If you made it this far, you have to give give us a five star and a review of what you think about the pod. I thank you all. I appreciate you for your time. Please share this with a leader.